0: Again, welcome. It's good to be with you. My name is Tim. I'm the lead pastor here at Mosaic and it's, it's really great to be with you this morning. Again, just want to say happy Thanksgiving. Uh, as Phil just mentioned, we're going we're gonna to read scripture and interact with scripture and experience scripture in a slightly different way this morning. Uh, I, along with my friends Leslie, Renee, and uh, Tyler, uh, are going to read through a chapter uh, in the book of Hebrews that we've been going through for a, a number of months. And so I want to invite you just to to take a deep breath, to get comfortable, and and to listen as we read Scripture together and hear Scripture together. Life is most fully lived and experienced through Jesus. Listen to that again. Life is most fully lived and best experienced through Jesus. Just saying that requires something from us. It's called faith. Faith. Many of us here today are living examples of faith. We are seeking to love and to follow Jesus in this world today.
1: The reality of life of faith in Jesus today can often be challenging. And because of this, God gave us a message of encouragement and inspiration. It's a message in the form of a list, a list of heroes
2: of faith. And some call that list the Hall of Faith. It's kind of like the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Faith. It's a list of people who stood out as different because of their faith in Jesus. And it's a message in the form of a list. They were the best of the best of trusting God. We
1: want to read it today. We want to be encouraged by the lives of those who have gone before us. And be inspired by them all over again or maybe for the first time.
0: That list of Hall of Faith, of Heroes of Faith, is in Hebrews chapter 11. Listen as we read through that chapter together with a few extra comments along the way.
3: Hebrews chapter 11. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd.
2: And by this faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word. What we see created by what we don't see.
0: By an act of faith, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. It was what he believed, not what he brought, that made the difference. That's what God noticed and approved as righteous. After all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice.
1: By an act of faith, Enoch skipped death completely. Scripture says they looked all over and couldn't find him because God had taken him. We know on the basis of reliable testimony that before he was taken, Enoch pleased God. It's impossible to please God apart from faith. Anyone who comes before God must believe both, must believe that God exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who
2: seek him. By faith, Noah built a ship in the middle of dry land. He was warned about something he couldn't see and acted on what he was told. The result? His family was saved. His act of faith drew a sharp line between the evil of the unbelieving world and the righteousness of the believing world. As a result, Noah became intimate with God.
3: Just so we're clear, Noah became friends with the creator of the universe. Our faith tells us that God created everyone. God created those who have gone before us, our ancestors. We believe that God both exists and that He cares for us. He cares enough to
1: respond to those who seek Him. By an act of faith, Abraham said yes to God's call to travel to an unknown place that would become His home. When He left, He had no idea where He was going.
0: By an act of faith, he lived in the country promised him. lived as a stranger, camping in tents.
3: Isaac and Jacob did the same, living under the same promise.
2: And Abraham did it by keeping his eye on the unseen city with real, eternal foundations. A city designed and built by God.
1: By faith, barren Sarah became pregnant, old woman as she was at the time. Because she believed the one who made a promise would do what he said. That's how it happened, that from one man's dead and shriveled loins, there are now people numbering into the millions.
2: And each one of these people of faith died not yet having in hand what was promised, but still believing. How did they do it? They saw it way off in the distance, waved their greeting, and accepted the fact that they were transients in this world.
0: People who live this way make it plain that they are looking for their true home. If they were homesick for the old country, they could have gone back at any time that they wanted. But they were after a far better country than that. Heaven country. You can see why God is so proud of them and has a city waiting for them.
3: Because God started a family and he promised to be with them and to give them
1: his very best. By faith, Abraham, at the time of testing, offered Isaac back to God. Acting in faith, he was as ready to return the promised son, his only son, as he had been to receive him. And this after he had already been told, your descendants shall come from Isaac. Abraham figured that if God wanted to, he could raise the dead. In a sense, that's what happened when he received Isaac back, alive, off the altar.
0: By an act of faith, Isaac reached into the future as he blessed Jacob and Esau.
3: And by an act of faith, Jacob, on his deathbed, blessed each of Joseph's sons in turn, blessing them not with his own blessing, but with God's blessing, as he bowed worshipfully upon his staff.
2: By an act of faith, Joseph, while dying, prophesied the exodus of Israel and made arrangements for his own burial. By an
1: act of faith, Moses' parents hid him away for three months after his birth. They saw the child's beauty, and they braved
2: the king's decree. By faith, Moses, when grown, refused the privileges of the Egyptian royal house. He chose a hard life with God's people, rather than the opportunistic soft life of sin with the oppressors. He valued suffering in the Messiah's camp for far greater than the Egyptian wealth because he was looking ahead, anticipating the payoff.
3: By an act of faith, he turned his heel on Egypt, indifferent to the king's blind rage. He had his eye on the one no one can see and kept right on going. By an act of faith, he kept the Passover feast and sprinkled Passover blood on each house so that the destroyer of the firstborn wouldn't touch them.
0: And by an act of faith, Israel walked through the Red Sea on dry ground. The Egyptians tried it and drowned.
2: By faith, the Israelites marched around the walls of Jericho for seven days, and the walls fell flat.
3: By an act of faith, Rahab, the Jericho harlot, welcomed the spies
1: and escaped the destruction that came on those who refused to trust God. Stop. We've got to stop right here. A prostitute in God's story. It's shocking. God's story moves on by the faithfulness of a prostitute in spite of who she was. It is amazing who God involves in his story. It's amazing just how the promise of God survived through treacherous times, times of uncertainty. It is spoken through dreams, angels, burning bushes.
0: We could go on and on, but we've run out of time. There are so many more. Gideon. Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets.
3: Through acts of faith, they toppled kingdoms, made justice work, took the promises for themselves.
2: They were protected from lions, fires, sword thrusts, turned disadvantage to advantage, won battles, and routed alien armies.
1: Women received their loved ones back from the dead.
0: There were those who, under torture... Refused to give in and go free Preferring something better
2: Resurrection Resurrection. We want to invite you We're going to read those verses again Can we all proclaim this together this morning This beautiful word of resurrection This beautiful hope This promise Can we declare that as a community And celebrate that together this morning As we read through this again
1: Through acts of faith They toppled kingdoms Made justice work Took the promises for themselves They
3: were protected from lions, fires, and sword thrusts, turned disadvantage to advantage, won battles, routed alien armies.
0: Women received their loved ones back from the dead. And there were
2: those who, under torture, refused to give in and go free, preferring something better. Let's say it together. Resurrection. Resurrection.
0: Others braved abuse and whips, and yes, Chains and Dungeons.
1: We have stories of those who were stoned, sawed in two, murdered in cold blood. There are stories
3: of vagrants wandering the earth in animal skins, homeless, friendless, powerless,
2: making their way as best they could on the cruel edges of the world.
3: And the world didn't deserve them.
2: But not one of these people, even though their lives of faith were exemplary, got their hands on what was promised.
1: God had a better plan for us, that their faith and our faith would come together to make one completed whole. Their lives of faith, not complete apart from ours.
0: Hebrews 11 verse one. Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about that which we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. For many of us in this room right now, this is our story. Not just our personal story, but the story of those that have gone before us that has led to us. We have this rich and beautiful and dramatic writing in chapter 11 of the book of Hebrews. It just tells faith after faith after faith after faith. And what's dramatic about it is not just the lives that these people experience, that these ancients that have gone before us. What's dramatic about it is who God chooses to use and how he works through them. And that that very same thing happens today still, that God still works through those of us who choose to have faith, this confidence in what we cannot see, but we know is true and is real. And again, for many of us in this room, that's that's Jesus, that our faith is in Jesus. And this tells the story up to Jesus and from Jesus to now. And so for those of us who place our faith in Jesus, that we believe and we know Who he is and what he's done. That he was born fully God yet fully human. Some 2,000 years ago. Lived for 33 years. Went to the cross willingly, obediently, self-sacrificially. Gave his life. Was tortured and executed through the process of crucifixion on a cross. Died, was buried in a tomb. And then conquered not just sin but the power of death and rose again. And all of history pivots on that moment when he conquers death and rises again. And since that time, for nearly, for over 2,000 years, they've been inviting people to to know him, to believe in him, to be transformed by him, to walk with him, to love him. And that's what we celebrate when we come into this place together, when we worship together, when we sing together, when we clap together, when we read God's word together and listen to it together. And it's the invitation for all of us who don't yet know Jesus, is to trust in him and believe in him, that he's done a work that we can't do, that we can't be good enough on our own, that we can't conquer sin in our own life or in anyone's else's life on our own, that we can't bridge the gap between where we are and how perfect God is. And that Jesus has done all of that work for us. And we're invited to believe and to have faith in him. And so we're stories of that over and over and over again, that so many of us are living that life of faith and we get to write ourselves in to what we just read.